Amen. Speak your mind. 2.0. You know what time it is. What is today? Monday. The 18th? Let's get into it. From a whole different area, looking at the game. It's a fucked up scenario. Smoke on my burial. Convos are aerial. I just sat down with the government in Ontario. They're my biggest client now. They load up cargo planes and they climb out. Two million, six minutes. Big business. New crib in the cut. That's why. This is my third one. One of the goats, and he just dropped another song over the weekend too. Who is it? Nas. As a whole, who's this? Who's on this? Who's on the song? You got Burner, uh, Rick Ross. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Nas, uh, Jada Kiss. Oh man, fire. It's already a bang once you say JD kids. <laughs> Bars all throughout it. time it is it is your man Seth and die it's like nah what am i doing yeah I was like, what, 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 <laughs> what was that <laughs> anyway you, you are tuned in to <laughs> speak your mind 2.0 syn networks speak your mind we back hey man i don't know what kind of intro that was but we just gonna let that ride like what that didn't just happen hey man you know, it's Monday. You know, we just got to come back off the weekend just feeling good, feeling loose, chilling, relaxing. <laughs> what else What else can we say? You know, sign out. It's your boy, Seth. <laughs> it's your boy, T.Y. <laughs> hey, man. Um, 
Yeah, man. What? Where do we even start? No, it's it's been an interesting weekend. You know, coming back from what last time we talked to y'all, Fourth of July was well, around that time. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Ty, how was your Fourth of July? Give them the the four one one. I mean, literally, I ain't do nothing. I had to work Fourth of July night, but at the same time too, birthday was on the fifth. Had a nice birthday dinner on the ninth. So all I can really ask for. And then on top of that too, just been grinding. You know, like I said, you know, and we're great too. We just said three hundred subscribers. So can we uh, get the round of applause, uh, sir? Yes, sir. Oh, give it, give that helps too, but we need the applause. Yeah, it's right here. And on top of that too, one of our videos just got over a thousand views, so applause again, sir. So yeah, so yeah, just really just been grinding, you know. So now we're just back on schedule with the pies and just the consistent upload. So that's all. That's all that been for me. You, sir? Uh, Fourth of July was cool. Just chilled around. Didn't do too much. Just laid around. Got to uh, kick it with uh, close friends. Enjoyed his birthday. You know, did a whole bunch of just just chilling. You know, just staying low. Yeah. Well, now all that chilling, let's get back into business. Facts. So first things up, topic wise, we got college football. Now, pretty sure by now y'all already know what's going on. It's this. It's the new landscape of college football. That's about to take over soon with the expansions of conferences in a way combining to join one big power conference. And that by that, I mean the Big Ten and Pac-12 are now merging, you know, specific schools to join the Big Ten. And by specific, I mean the faces of the Pac-12 with UCLA and USC now joining the Big Ten in what two years or next year two years 2024 so so just given the announcement of that when that dropped and now how college football will be going forward with you know sc and ucla going into big 10 like what's your overall opinion on, on it i mean we're turning in we're basically turning the ncaa into like the mini nfl in totality if we're really going to look at it like that we're going to have two two divisions or two conferences well they saying three but i feel like it's going to be just one big old thing they're, they're going to figure out a way to like put it all off and have because i've seen i've seen a graphic of the of the big 12 and they had some pac 12 t uh, schools going into the big 12 with already teams like uh UCLA see i think ucf and a few other schools going into the big 12 next year mm -hmm. i don't know it's good it's just we're seeing we're basically seeing the money take over the game it's, in it's a way. tv deals yeah it's the tv deals because i was just about to say uh the the big 10 we just they were just in negotiations with like fox and I abc think abc amazon like literally like a big old contract deal we're almost worth a uh, billion dollars and, ev so, and every school is going to get at least 100 mil so you already know what that what that was all about and then with sc and with usc ucla it was pretty much like a package deal like they wanted in on that and the big 10 said hey let's make a deal yeah. because ucla was going to follow usc regardless so mm, you know, you're going to take both cali teams regardless that exactly and, and they, they were the faces of of the Pac-12, but also too, it's like now you know. Now, granted, Nick Saban, of course, he had to give his stupid opinion on him. He said like this in totality. He feels like the he feels like the tradition of certain conferences are going to be. Them. I agree, but I kind of feel like that. Well, I agree to an extent, but it's at the same time too. It's like, dog, why are you even tripping? You getting paid regardless, right? <laughs> you in a good. You've always been in a good situation. But he, that that's the tra traditionalist mindset because I do feel like we're going to get away from tradition i mean i don't it's not going to be in these next couple of years but you know the next down the line down the line next like five six years we're going to see some stuff just wither away like dang we what happened to that so i that is my only concern about them combining and making these super conferences but my question is what are they going to do about all the smaller schools are they just because how are they going to really can try and compete with your top five top ten power power schools i mean honestly i don't i don't know i really don't know because at this point it's like we're seeing with again the nil deals we're seeing who's got the bigger wallet like you're going to attract the kids that can get the get the money faster so it's like am i really going to spend my time going to a, a i mean granted you know not everybody's a four star five star and a, and a decent three star but you know most most people are trying to get to the uh power five schools or top schools so they're gonna go and chase the money where however they can so right now my thing going back to usc ucla now given the distance 
from the West Coast, Midwest, and the East Coast. Yeah, th- this is going to be the wild scheduling is going to be crazy because my opinion, I just feel like when it comes to games like a SC versus a Michigan, Ohio State, a Michigan State, a Penn State, or even a Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you got to have like a primetime game in the actual Big Ten region. You right. can't have a primetime game out west because a lot of us ain't going to really want to stay up that late to watch that, knowing that they are a three-hour time difference between here and out west. Mm-hmm. And we're not, and we're even we're just talking about football. We're not even talking about like basketball, all, bas- all that, all, all that the stuff. other sports that college uh, campuses have. This is going to be <laughs> this insane. is going to be this is going to be different, you know. And I just feel like if because like I know I know for a fact all teams are going to play at each other's stadium. So like when teams in the Midwest had to go out west to UCLA and SC, I just feel like you got to make it like a three dirty game for them, which will be six thirty out here for us. You can't make it a new game because what that will be what three thirty for us or something like that or three o'clock for us out here yeah something and like you that. definitely can and like i said you can't not you cannot make that a night game if you do it has to be at five o'clock it has to be that's the <laughs> only way we will be able to watch it because it'll be eight o'clock out here well you gotta think about i mean with this tv deal i mean who do they really care about who's watching i mean they got they're to gonna they got, they're they gonna have, have to, to because they it's, got the, to. it's right. the big 10 like we have a better audience like given each team's like you know back uh audience like you know fan base mm-hmm. with Ohio State being up there like I don't know who's too but I'll just say Michigan just I know that but I'm just saying but oh, like I was about to say don't hate on us don't, I'm not hating don't, on y'all hate. I don't know I really don't know who's number two in the Big Ten as far as like fan base come on now it's us because because Penn State can give y'all run for your money too eh, fan base wise yeah eh, fan base yeah fan base wise I don't saying. know about that one but I'm just saying like so like okay I know for a fact they're gonna make uh down the line they're gonna make a Ohio State and USC like a primetime game. I for know sure. that for a fact. And knowing how Ohio State fan bases can travel, going back to 2013, where we pretty much took over Cal Stadium, mm-hmm. you do that with USC, that's a money, that's a tension right there because they know our fans travel. Right. So you make a primetime game with SC and Ohio State, again, 5 p.m. out there, 8 p.m. out here, They're gonna it's going to be watched. And, you know, the people that's in charge of the TV stations, they're going to want, you know, our fan base to watch, to watch that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking about, I mean, that, that Billy's going to stretch. They're probably not worried about uh, ratings that much if they're giving out. They got to. If, if they say, talking about each school can up to 100 mil yeah. with this contract. You know you know for a fact they got they have to care about ratings. They have to. They got to. You're right. I don't know. It's just going to be interesting with this with this new realignment situation. You know, we're going to get we're going to get a taste of it. No, we're going to get the taste of it first because uh, USC, USC and UCLA, UCLA come, uh, come to us in 2024 and then. I thought they come next year. No, 2024. And then Texas and Oklahoma don't go until, until next tw- year. Until twenty five, because they uh, they gotta wait. They gotta wait. Oh, okay. So, but um, it's well, gonna be interesting though. I'm, that's all I'm saying. But that's also, also, also too, I want to say too. Now we finally get to see Lincoln Riley versus Ryan Day. Very true. Because that I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like we I, don't gotta wait for the bowl game. Exactly. For that, we ain't gotta wait now. Now we can finally see them, you know, head to head on the consistent basis. Like, all right, bet. Let's see who's the better that's you just, know, offensive and also, line. That's really gonna be interesting though, because I mean, Cause granted, both of them are both of them are like the same. They both great offensive mind. Offensive-minded guys, they know how to recruit offensively. They get the high-end caliber QBs, wide receivers. You mm. know, like well, I'm just, I'm saying from like just the standpoint of you know because we get all we go into California pretty deep. You know, uh, Big Ten schools go oh yeah travel very well in those areas. So right. now pulling, being able to officially go in there and heavily and start you and know start, plugging people yeah. that we want out of their territory. It's so like, it's going to be really interesting with the recruiting battle now in in California. Right, and also too to kind of wrap this up. My thing now too is the Rose Bowl situation because yeah that's gonna be interesting too. UCLA plays in Rose Bowl as their home stadium right and um I was listening to Bug Nuts that's the Ohio State uh, radio uh, podcast they were talking about you know the potential of going back and forth between Indy and Cali as far as like the Big Ten championship game wise yeah me personally I wouldn't mind that to go back and forth but until then keeping it Indy because we've been doing that for so long and again you know, like again before this you know new alignment the Big Ten and Pac-12 already had an agreement on the Rose Bowl being built for them for mm-hmm. so long until the playoff happens and then you get other teams involved too but still like just that's a nostalgia stadium for us to play in right. but now it's like now we're going to play in there consistently but it's just you know UCLA stadium until bowl season yeah it's just it's going to be interesting we're, we're seeing like I said we're seeing the landscape change right in front of our eyes we're going to see a whole lot of new crazy things happen it's just going to be it's going to be wild 
and things. So moving on to NFL, boy, I don't know where to start because there's a lot going on. My man, I was about uh, to say, let, I'll, let's, I'll take, let's I'll, let, I'll let you, I'll let you lead this one. Let's let's speak on Lamar. I feel like people are really like coming out his neck for no apparent reason. And it's just funny how you taking up for him, knowing that he's a Raven, you a Steelers fan. I mean, yeah, but I, I fuck with Lamar when he was at uh, Louisville, Louisville. So and you know he who who that is our Vic in our in my opinion. You know he is our Vic. We Vic esque, but I'll say but like, like that. we grew up in a way with the Michael Vick era yeah, when, he yeah. got to the, when he got to the league. We didn't see him play at Virginia Tech, but we seen him in the league. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's our representation of Vick. We could say, like, hey, this is our closest. That's the, pro, that's the protege of Vick. Yeah, that's a, yeah. he's in that in that lineage, that tree. But, no, I want to speak on Lamar. Like, come on now. With, just with the slander that he's getting right now is crazy because they're saying, like, he, uh, no wide receivers want to go to him or go to uh, Baltimore because now, in specifically, he's not a good quarterback, quote-unquote. And specifically, a former teammate was saying this too, right? Uh, not a former teammate. A- an ex-rate, well, a former player that was on the Ravens uh, back when Ray Lewis and uh, Ed oh, Reed from a whole like, different. Yeah, he's from a whole different. Yeah, he's an old former player. So man. he's just speaking on shit that man, you, you know, don't know about. Go on with that, man. Like, so <laughs> um, I can't I can't remember my man's name, but I he's, for, a I form, he's a former safety. He was a former safety for the Ravens back in 2000, 2005, that around that time probably gotcha but um yeah he's speaking on uh lamar like he can't be a good quarterback and that's why receivers don't want to come to the ravens no that's not correct first of all the organization is doing a poor job at keeping one wide receivers and also drafting wide receivers granted Thanks. they just picked up uh uh i forget his name as well his, his name is slipping me right now uh but in this uh in last year's draft, not this past draft, but the following year's draft. What college did he come from? I want to say he came from, uh, was it Wake Forest? I definitely. I think I know who it is. I just forgot his name. I definitely just need to uh, look it up and fact check myself. But in regards to that, you know, they're, they only got one, like, diamond in the rough so far. And but that's Hollywood Brown? No, they traded Hollywood Brown away. Oh, my. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how how are you putting Lamar in the best situation when he has no one to throw to? One to throw to, and also the offensive line was decimated all year. That's why he was hurt. So it's like you know you're not giving him. And on top of that, he didn't have KJ. So you know he didn't have uh, JK either. I said JK. Yeah, I'm at. JK. <laughs> I said KJ. Uh, but yeah, he didn't have a full his full array of weapons. Arsenal, Arsenal weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, why are we speaking low on Lamar when? We just seen his uh, crazy MVP season. Damn near was that? I can't remember. Was that his rookie year or his? Uh, I think year? I think it was the year after his rookie year. So sophomore year. Yeah. So crazy sophomore year. So it's like, why are we doubting his ability right now? So I just it just my fault. It just flabbergasts me. It's just like <laughs> what the. F- but no, I don't know. I just feel like the Ravens need to put uh, better pieces around him. You know, literally, you just traded the wide receiver you were paying the most money to, and his where is main he going t- now? Uh, did I believe Hollywood went to the Cardinals? I want to say that. So you give Kyler Murray more weapons to throw to, but not Lamar? Don't make no sense. And then you're just leaving him with a, a tight end. Granted, uh, their tight end is nice. Um, Matt Matthews. Yeah, but still though, like I ain't know this bad. <laughs> it's bad, like and and also you're you're forcing him to come into a training camp with no deal because he's at the end of his contract. Pay his, that man. But they're not they're not trying to pay him because you know they're trying to say that you know he was hurt. He he didn't play the rest of the year. We don't know what we're getting ourselves into, but. It's crazy though. He's he's coming into like uh, y'all losing faith camp. on the last pick of the first round. Hey man, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, like you, come you on. want you want these high expectations, but you're not giving him the uh, people and pieces to uh, work with. So right. Now my thing with Tyreek with a uh, Tariq Hill is just like, dude, I'm gonna need you to shut up because the season hasn't started yet, and you having Tua's name in your mouth consistently is not helping y'all chemistry. Because recently he was on his podcast, and I forgot what he said verbatim, but what did he say? He what he said what like what Tua can't get the job done or something like that, or in that realm? No, he was saying that Tua can uh, get the job done. He was he was speaking highly of Tua, but it was just like dog, like you gotta slow down. It was like more or less you gotta slow down. 
down on putting this light on him right now. Exactly, because it's like, don't get me wrong, I feel like Tua Tungavailova is a good quarterback, you know, and I just feel like the develop. I feel like some of these QBs that were highly, you know, talked about in college, when they get to the league, it's like the development of their, you know, pro career doesn't go the best. That does is not developed the best. Right. And I feel like his development wasn't the best. I mean, also he was hurt too. Exactly. That, that's the, also the. And plus, uh, too, didn't he? Didn't he kind of like his rookie year? Didn't he um come in early in like in the season when uh one of the QBs got hurt? Yeah, he uh he led them to like a uh was it a 500 record? I believe. Like they, it was like an upside going into the next season, but then he got hurt again. Right. And I just felt like you know certain QBs like that is like they they're quick to you know you know lose the faith in them without giving them time to excuse me without giving them the time to really you know develop or learn the system mm. or let better yet learn from a veteran QB that's been around for so long like y'all just throwing them into the fire yeah. now some cases yeah you have to but in other cases like if you have a you know decent QB that can groom them yeah like they should they should y'all should be able to, to trust that process but I was about to say that gr- the word grooming is funny right now because was it um Ryan Tannehill down in Tennessee yeah he was feeling away when uh they uh drafted uh, Malik Wills <laughs> and he was like they asked him all like are you gonna show him the ropes you know he said, nope. him. he said absolutely not he he got he was brought here for a reason I'm like dang bro he just got here. so it's like it's funny how we but how it's like also too like right. you know you know the saying some you know veteran guys they see a highly ranked cute, uh, person get drafted to them they see them as a threat because yeah, it's, I mean, it's a job but it's like dog he's not know, Malik Wills is not gonna start no time soon this season he'll get some PT time but he ain't about to take nobody's job granted yeah but at the same time you know because wait didn't he get drafted to the Seahawks right no he went to Tennessee oh I don't know why he, I thought he went to C- Seattle maybe because I just thought that that was the best spot for him to go to but but yeah I, said, I just said Ryan Tannehill <laughs> I, mean, I mean like Malik Malik Wills I thought he got drafted to the Seahawks but I said I just felt like that was the best spot yeah, for him for to go to thing. yeah but no it's, it, I do get the uh, job aspect you know you're protecting your, your income your your bread your your resource of living so I get it but at the same time you know, you're trying to embetter the team, better in the betterment of the team. Let me say it like that. But, you know, you got to just work through that. I just, I don't understand the, the selfishness of that. You know, you still got to. I mean, look what Brett Favre did and Aaron Rodgers. Right. I mean, you're going to, you're going to still reap the benefits of all that stardom. You're, you want to get your money somehow if you guys end up winning and doing more, more great things. So, you know, I don't know. I, I might be rambling. I might be talking too much, but <laughs> who knows? Uh, yeah, who knows? But um, also, too, uh, sticking with NFL, it's a possible that – what is it with the 49ers and Seahawks making trades uh, back and forth with each other, knowing that they're in a rival – knowing that they're rivals? You know that I that's a good point. I, I felt like I felt like that too, but I don't know. They just I think they like that they they got they like that, that pipeline. They, or yeah, something. they got that connection. So it's like because it's like now there's that now there's rumors saying that like, saying that Jimmy G might be might be going to the Seahawks. I'm like really y'all gonna keep him in the same division knowing you got to play him? Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing when y'all did with Richard Sherman going yeah. to the 49ers. I'm like wait a minute, hold up, what? That's a fact. I don't know. That is interesting. But also they're saying they're talking about Jimmy G going to the Giants too. So I don't know. We don't at this know point how again. I I said this all camera. In any QB that goes to the Giants, they're going to die. <laughs> I mean, they're they're getting better though. I think I mean they're focusing on defense as of right now. But you need a QB to help win games. Very true. But you know they're they're putting all the on the emphasis on defense. Effic- yeah, all the emphasis on defense and the, on the offensive side, they're putting all the emphasis on O line. Not O line, but they're well. Yeah, they want to get the O line better, but their workhorse is right Saquon. Back. Yeah, Saquon. So I feel like you don't need to focus on him. You need other pieces to help you know take the pressure off of him. Right. Because we've seen what that pressure did. He tore his ACL. Um, Twice, it was it twice he tore his ACL. Or was he it did something the second time, but his sophomore year he broke his uh he tore his ACL. Okay, but I don't know that like that was the weight of his body mass and the <laughs> pressure of all the you know pressure being on him as a giant. Right, all the time. <laughs> Stupid. I'm just saying, uh, I'm just saying. You right, you right. But I don't know. We gonna we gonna figure it out though. We gonna see what happened to Jimmy G. But I feel like you know Jim, they, Jimmy Jimmy G also gets a bad rap. He is a good. He's a decent good. Quarter. He needs a decent good quarterback. Decently good. Decently, decently good. good. <laughs> we'll go with that. Decently yeah. good. Decently good. Quarterback. We just not gonna ignore the fact that he led the 49ers to a Super Bowl uh, game. Granted, they lost, but he and he it was by his kind of mistake. You know, he overthrew the uh, the pass that could have beat the uh, Chiefs. But but that is neither. Here but, nor there. but still, he got them to a championship. Right. 
He got them to a championship, and then he was also so he, so he shows you that he can lead a team, right? And he was also there uh, this this past playoff, playoff run, leading the 49ers to uh, the NFC and NFC. I would say about to say the N- NFC uh, NFC uh, championship championship game this past uh, year too. So so yeah, like this past season, he had a gr- he had a good year. So like I don't know why he's getting flagged for a- for anything he's been doing, but in my eyes, like granted, I'd rather him go to the Seahawks. It's just I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I really we, don't know. We're gonna figure it out though. I mean, he he's going to find a, a new home because we definitely know that the 49ers are ready for Trey Lance Lance's. to step up and be the guy. Yeah, so. Give them a new dynamic. Right, so. right. And also, too, sticking with the NFL, The Pivot recently had an episode with the Jamarcus Russell. And, of course, you know, if anyone knows who Jamarcus Russell was, just long story short, he was the NFL's most hyped but yet biggest bust the NFL has ever produced. He, he said, if you're going to call me a bust, call me the biggest. Right. But granted, you know, but, but that's a in thing context, though. though it, but, it but, that's a, but that's leading to my question. Do you think he was the biggest bust the NFL had? Uh, still, yes. I mean, yes, but the circumstances that how how he was explaining it now and we got actually know kind of more backstory i mean we he could be fabricating but at the same time it makes all the sense in the world though what he's saying they he even said that first of all the raiders never wanted him and I, I, I i believe it and i and i actually thought about that really hard i'm like i'm thinking about the coach it was john gruden back then <laughs> he had more he had a lot of coaches now that i now now that he said that too i was like dang he really went through like three different coaches and then you leave off of uh John Gruden. I mean, we see we, we see the fallout with we him. We see we see what's going on here. And then you know he was very young. You know he was in the league at what 20, 21? God, that's a kid, bro. That's I what I'm like, saying. I feel like in NFL, that's a kid. Like you, baby. twenty year old, baby. you a twenty year old in the, in the NFL. You baby. a kid, baby. That. So it's like you know he's learning all this stuff at the same time. All this money's coming at him, and you know he, he even said it. He didn't really have like all the people that he was trying to uh, bring along with him. Not to bring along with him, quote unquote, but you know just the people in the locker room, like the OGs and stuff. They were all the Raiders would just chip him out and not be he wouldn't be able to. He wasn't really embraced like he wanted to be embraced. Yeah, I mean, granted, the with the coaching staff, like like we just said, they didn't really want him. You know, they they kind of played him a little bit throughout the years, but like just he couldn't find like a mentor, quote unquote. Like I got you, I got he you. couldn't find like that that security blanket almost. But like you know, having conversations and stuff and hearing like you know people saying like that's where the NFL Players Association comes into effect. Yes, but he doesn't even. Have have that information to go get quote unquote you know no one's giving no one's pulling him aside and being like hey x y and z granted yes you can do your due di- he could have did his due diligence and you know did the research but you know again young he's he was like 21 20 years old getting into the league eyes wa- still a wide baby. open still a baby in the league so it, it, i get i get with that that sentiment so i mean the interview itself kind of shed a little like you know that that accent was crazy it, it made me <laughs> laugh i was like this dude right here right but, right oh no i mean it definitely shed a new light in my opinion and you know it showed me that i mean people were saying like you know he drank lean and stuff i did practice. i was seeing thumbnails of that i'm like well but, i got pictures of lean <laughs> but uh it was but he, he even said it in his in the interview it was by accident he wasn't uh at the age of 14 that's when he got hooked on it ah. so and it was like on some like random shit like he was going he was playing basketball at the court and he went to go get in a cooler and get some something to drink and it was a lean cup or dirty uh dirty dirty Fago. Spri- dirty sprite <laughs> yeah dirty sprite dirty fago and um yeah that's when he got hooked on it so oh wait who who brings fago to a basketball game i'm just saying you know just the old old niggas you know the because he's from louisiana you know they they do that shit or not not louisiana alabama he said he's from yeah, Alabama. Yeah, he in that borderline. Yeah, he he in that area. So you know, <laughs> niggas down south, you know, they that's they know how to get wild. Let's just say that they do that instead of instead of smoking for real. So like, yeah, but um, but now like just my personal take on it, I still need to finish watching the interview. But I just felt like I remember at one point just seeing him play. I just felt like he just looked sluggish. Mm-hmm. And plus, what wasn't he like six eight, six nine at QB? He was yeah, he was huge. Like that was Grant, that was just different. Like you never expect to see a QB at that height. Mm-hmm. Granted, this was what this was back when we was coming up. Yeah, when we were young, you know. So we and but I still remembered it. Mm-hmm. Still remember him. Like, dang, he's that tall as yeah. a QB. Because his last year was two thousand nine. So and that was horrendous, <laughs> boy. But you know, just like he's like he was saying in his interview, you know. It was just a lot of things didn't turn out in his favor. And he even said he was going through a lot of stuff 
And I believe time. it. I believe it too. So it's like you know, going going through a lot of a lot of shit on top of being twenty one, on top of d- being the number one draft pick, on top of being at a team that don't want you, on top of you know it. I just feel like once he got to the league, he really had no like not safety net, but like no one to confine into as far as like, hey, I need, I'm going through something. I need, I need, I need help. some help. Yeah, he never really had that. And that kind of let him do the stuff that he ended up ultimately doing. Now, granted, you know, it's not all on him. It's both parties put put more so into it than just all on him. Mm-hmm. It would be different if he did everything. But, you know, given what he said in the interview, it was like they set him up to fail. Right. And then he took the bait. Right. So. I was about to say, what you think? Be, leave, uh, going back to college football real, real quick. What you think about your boys uh, signing this NIL deal just now, just, just this past Sunday? Who did? Uh, CJ, Jigba, and who's y'all's uh, top? Was it Trayvon Henderson? Trayvon Henderson. Yeah, Trayvon Henderson. Who's y'all's uh, top corner? Uh, Burke? Yeah, or? Denzel Burke. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, was it? All, all of them just signed a big guys uh nil deal nil deal with um was it american eagle Aber or yeah abercrombie and fitch just like a big old brand deal just to uh, give back to the community so they just got i mean like like i said the last time we was talking on the podcast like what ohio state's doing with their nil deals they flat out said we're not giving you money up front but we're showing you the blueprint of what you can get once you come here and i feel like players like you just mentioned stroud henderson burke um and jigba like all of them you know had great seasons and they deserve these deals that they're getting, right. Not, you know. So I just feel like when it comes to, to NIL deals, it's like if you put in the work, you're going to get noticed. And if you go to a program like Ohio State, like in Michigan, like well, granted, y'all ain't really giving out money right now, but <laughs> we get we getting there slowly but surely. Slowly. Sadly, slowly, but like like just teams that are you know have a well you know great foundation and you know it's a money draw, you're going to get paid regardless. Now, granted, you ain't you ain't we ain't talking Texas A&M where they just throwing money at kids yeah. to be like, hey, come Maybe play for here, like that shit rain, like literally. Just making the rain. I'm like, golly. I was about to say it was uh, American Eagle, DSW, Value City Furniture. Oh man, they crib's about to be looking nice with them f- with the uh, furniture. So uh, it was like a donation to the, uh, or it was showing in support of Jaws football program. And then yeah, but like now, nah, just like again, it's like you put in the work, you gonna get rewarded. And again, like with now college players finally getting compensated for the work they put in, they deserve these deals. Right. You know. So I, yeah, I have no problem with that. You know, get. Get the money while you can, and just again, your your hard work is showing on why you deserve that deal. Facts, you know. Now going to the to the NBA. NBA, yes, sir. Mr. LeBron James was back in the Drew League. The last time we seen him was during the lockout, and he was going crazy back then. Mm, went crazy this past weekend. He dropped forty. Dropped a forty piece with yeah. Demar Derozan. <laughs> you know, and and. Again, like we did a reaction to this uh, not too long ago, as far as like the criticism LeBron gets from a lot of you know sports critics, a lot of Skip Bayless, and I said them for a specific, specific reason. reason because he's the biggest LeBron critic I've ever came across uh, since I've been watching sports, and it's just like, dog, what more can this man do for you to literally hop up off of him, mm-hmm. literally? Because at the, the age that, that he's at, the condition that he's in, right. You can't tell me that no one's up there or he he's not that. He's not him. Exactly. You know, and seeing what he did in his Drew League just it reminds us like this is really at the age as he's at, he's really out here balling like this. Mm-hmm. And he looks sl- like slim. Nah, like like, like he looks real saying, like he looks real slender. I've but been like saying built. this I've been saying this for a minute. Him not being in the playoffs was a good thing for him mentally and physically because he doesn't have to stress about okay it's another round in the playoffs I gotta get back I gotta get my mental uh, awareness back up for the playoffs and mm-hmm. make sure my teammates are on the same page as me like all that is a, a lot of pressure put like that he's put on himself right. granted I don't feel like he do it, he did that himself but it's like the position he got put in like hey our team was good we in the playoffs boom but he just did it consistently for like what the past what five seasons like, he's been to 10 NBA finals mm-hmm. He's been to almost every playoff since, what, 07? Yeah. So, yeah, like him not being in these last few playoffs in a way is a good thing for him because – It's preserving his body. Exactly. Oh, no, I just feel like, for real, like literally over the course of time, I've seen Braun literally like slim down, but he's gotten so like uh, – Muscular. Muscular. Like, yeah, he's like toned. Like, I'm like, damn, bro, like – 
because going because I, I I remember him being like scrawny LeBron going going into the league and then you know what was it oh oh six oh seven <laughs> just out of nowhere just built like, yeah yeah and then when, 20, he, when he went to Miami is like okay this he was dude is dummy. a freak this yeah, dude is a freak huge, like who dummy. made who made this dude out of out of a lab and I and like I said I was fortunate enough to meet Miami Heat LeBron like when they say he was six eight like two eighty he legit was that in person I'm right. like God latest dude is legit everything he is on on the stat sheet mm. but like nah um but now nah, I definitely agree with you because even when he went back to Cleveland, he slimmed down a lot too, and it was like that's, he looks it looks different. But he said he did it for a reason because he said I guess all that dunking and stuff and the weight that he had mm-hmm. was, was her- causing pressure on his knees. Zion, you hear that right? So stop being on them crawfish, stop being all that shrimp. Yeah, you gotta, slow, s- gotta slow that down, buddy. Exactly. But I was about to say we kind of went off on a tangent. The real question was, <laughs> I mean, with everything that is going on in the trade deadline and uh, off season right now, LeBron and Westbrook are not are seeing eye to eye. Not seeing eye to eye. But as of right now, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Westbrook is trying to force his way out of LA right now. now. But the only thing is they the Lakers need help to pull off a three team trade because no one is outright picking up Westbrook now, with that big ass contract. Now if that's true, if if they and Kyrie is, is some, trying to is some is somehow some way if they can let him go Mm-hmm. Do they pay him the rest of that money, or they save some of that money for Kyrie? Well, that's what the three-three three-team trade is. So the the Lakers or, or the Nets would send Kyrie, and the Lakers would send uh, Westbrook to like I think the teams that are like in discussions right now would be like the Pacers, the Spurs, and I'll say the Pacers because now them picking up uh who did they pick up uh DeAndre Ayton? No, I think he went back to Phoenix. I think he went back to Phoenix. You went back? Yeah, he he signed he, they. The Suns matched him. Oh, so they they paid uh Adam all the all the big bucks. Gotcha. But um, I can't. Yeah. See, I don't know about the Spurs. Cause they they in but the it's rebuilding not, process. It's, it's not even that he would be on the team. Like he would be on the roster. Like they would uh pick him up and then cut him, and like let him go. So kind of like what they did with uh Melo. Almost yes. That's still messed up. <laughs> Granted, they they gonna pay him his money, but you're not seeing the light of day on our team. So that's how the th- three team trade will work. But I don't know. I mean, the only thing is who who is really gonna take take on that responsibility? Responsibility. The Lakers definitely need to throw in a draft pick along with that because that's gonna compensate the quote unquote uh, the money. Right. Because so. I just feel like you know if this does go through and Kyrie ultimately ends up in L.A. They've been saying they've because been. again, I feel like this is in a way where. I still have a lot of respect for Kyrie. He, when he admitted that he was just ultimately immature when LeBron came to Cleveland, you know, look, he said, looking back on it, if he didn't have that mindset, they would have been perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now with him being older, because like what he's like, what, 27, 28? I think so, yeah. That's so with him right. having like an older mindset, I feel like now, you know, him and LeBron probably made up behind closed doors, which is all. He just didn't want to get little bro no more. He thought he was. But it's like, off. you were going to get little bro regardless, man. Like, <laughs> that was it. I mean, granted, yes, you hit the shot but what do you think him and kobe was like i mean right that's, i mean that's totally different though but I, still though like kobe not, kobe's an og you were young buck coming up in the league talking about you can take kobe one-on-one but then he locked you down in the season but you still looked up to kobe like you still went to him for advice that's still like a little bro big bro moment you just didn't like it how bron did it when bron was only trying basically. to teach you what you needed to hear not what you wanted to hear yourself basically like come on now that's that's all it was but i mean now he's kind of seeing like you know i mean granted i over the course of the couple few past years he's been wilding so you know i feel like now he's being centered and like trying to actually trying to fix his he's being zen <laughs> yeah his reputation he definitely wants to fix his reputation i think he's but, but at it's the like, same time but it's he's like still he calls that un- himself <laughs> yes but he also is still being unapologetic for what he's doing though so it's like uh 50 50 but yeah but regardless though um the lakers if they can get Kyrie, i think they would be a contender but we still need to see if anthony davis can stay healthy shatterglass <laughs> Street clothes, but if they if uh, LeBron and AD can combine for like a good sixty five games each, both of them can stay healthy, and then you know you get Kyrie out on top of that, you know that that could be a, a dangerous team, low key in the West. Granted, I don't know because everybody else is still there. You know, you got the Suns still there, you still got the Warriors, you still got Memphis on the rise. Who else? You got the T Wolves. You got that? Denver. They're healthy. Yeah, them, I mean, I think Denver is going to finally be healthy this coming year because Jamal Murray's coming back, right? He should be, and also uh, Michael Porter Jr. So, That's right. Man, he's taking it hurt. He's close to being street clothes too, for real, for real. But yeah, you in all regards, you got a lot of competition still in the West. So, but the Lakers will be a more prominent name again in that in that mix. Yeah, I feel feel like that too. Now, so, so um, so yeah, that was NBA and um, just 
insane. Now, my thing is, where is KD going to go? I don't know. I think he might stay. I, I don't think anybody. I feel like at this point he has to because. I don't think anybody's really picking, trying to pick up that, that slack. Like, no one's trying to give up all that stuff for KD right now. Right. Everybody's really good, technically. If you look across the board, you got a lot of teams that are solid. solid. And what if you said it's true that Aiden went back to Phoenix? That Because that's that's where I thought KD was ultimately going to end up going with him. with them. And trying to get matched up with Booker and yeah. Chris Paul. Yeah, but if he went back to Phoenix, then it's like, you know what? This ain't, K- this ain't uh, Brooklyn for right now, KD, because ne- then next year you can do whatever it is you want to do once the marker opened back up because. But he's got, he's still got four years on that contract, though. <laughs> but granted, the money's all guaranteed, but that's a lot of. A lot of baggage. Lot of, yeah, a lot of baggage. That's a lot of time, though, still. And you, you're not fulfilling the full, the full contract because I seen something on Undisputed, was it like a couple days ago, and Adam Silver came out saying, like, you know, we're not really down. I mean, he said it not directly towards KD, but, you know, in, in just, he was saying, like, we're not really rocking with how everybody's trying to force out their deals, and you still got to own up to what you still sign, signed to. So, it's like, we, we're seeing players force their stardom and make these decisions just on their, on them, themselves, and not on the actual business and the integrity. And that's what a lot of the older players, the older generation is saying, like Charles Barkley, um, Shaq, and all, all them, they're saying, like, bro, it, this hopping around is not, it's not what it's supposed to be you pick a team and you stick there like you tough it out and try and make it work and then if it doesn't work out then you look at your options you don't just up and jump ship when one little thing doesn't go your way so but that but ultimately that's what it sounded like that i feel like that's what he's been doing once he left okc he didn't want to play with russell more so he went to golden state got two rings me personally he never fit that culture that golden state built with clay steph and draymond and other people around him so literally he was the outsider that can play but just never really fit in so what do you do hey i want to make i want to build my own uh culture hey let me go to brooklyn oh Kyrie, you want to come too all right that cool that already right there sounded good but then knowing how they both are both of them are just <laughs> both of them want the ball both yeah. of them want to be in control like too many egos yeah too many egos too much ego too either way the egos were playing a major factor in both of them going to brooklyn once they first signed there then you get james harden then you get blake griffin blake griffin deandre jordan lamarcus aldridge it's like okay y'all just creating like a whole all-star team they're trying but, they tried but it's like nothing was really solid and then y'all failed at making the championship because what Kyrie got hurt Harden wasn't really Harden and then KD you had to do it all on your own basically so it's just like y'all did all of this for nothing it's just kind of like and like you said they picked up Blake Griffin old and washed let's just face it LaMarcus granted he had his uh, health problems but he wasn't the same after he left Portland let's just keep I'm just keeping in the book he was close to being old and washed too he was close to being out the door too but right you know it's just you know we seen the fall not yeah we basically seen the fall of the Nets project you know that that's just coming to an end it's kind of like the Clippers with Live City see they just couldn't stay healthy them niggas Blake Griffin would always get hurt Chris Paul would always get hurt it was just like bro you had the potential and I know Doc Rivers deep down inside is pissed at all y'all oh I feel like he is too <laughs> and it's just like bro I could have had at least a, a chip or two maybe one, one or two one, he, like what was it I want to say it. I want to say 2015 it was the year they should have done it it was close they were close to uh, doing it yeah because they was consistently going back and forth with golden state in the regular season and in the playoffs right right. because i think that was the same year chris fall finally got past the first round in the playoffs when they beat the spurs on that late bank shot yeah, uh, you're right, yep. to win because he got right. hurt in that same series <laughs> he got, look getting hurt again <laughs> so but yeah man just kd like you're a great player but you just gotta bite the bullet yo you just gotta stop doing some dumb ass shit literally now quick quick question where do you think uh donovan mitchell goes with this fire sale that is going on in Utah as we speak. I have no idea, man. They're saying the Knicks. The Knicks are a big play player in this. The Knicks are an up and down roller coaster. That's all I'm going to say about the Knicks. But they would have to give up all their young assets to get Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to let them handle that. I had no words or no comment for that because if that happens, if that happens, I know Stephen A. Smith, his hairline will be far gone if that happens. <laughs> so, it's already been receding. So far gone. <laughs> it's already receding. So if, th- if that deal happens and they send literally all these young bucks away, yeah. he's going to be bald. Because they were saying they might uh, consider 
trading Randall, Zach, or is it not Zang? Julius Randall. Yeah, Julius Randall. Thank you. And like a whole lot, like half the bench and some draft picks. They wanted six draft picks. That was rumored. Don't get me wrong. I like Donovan Mitchell a lot. First rounders, Ty. First rounders. But basically, you're just willing to give it the entire team for someone like him? Absolutely not. God. Again, I like Donovan Mitchell, but he, I don't think he's got to that status yet. I don't, I don't think so. No. I just, I just don't see it, but golly. (laughs) So, but pop culture, I mean, I don't know where to start, but. Just a lot has been going on. It's a lot, but there's one particular story that I'm going to let you leave because this don't make no sense. Zach Uh, Wilson out here, out here smashing milfs now? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as of late, as of rumored, uh, Zach Wilson was out here taking mom souls. So, uh. Because what I heard was like him him and his ex-girlfriend, they broke up, but when he was at BYU, he had a teammate that he was tight with. Mm-hmm. His teammate ultimately ended up dating his ex-girlfriend, and then people were commenting on her IG on, they made so, you, so you yeah. so you homie hopping now. But then she came out and said, I'm not the one that homie hopped because Zach was out here smashing his best friend's mom. I'm like, yo, what? It's just crazy. It's, it, I'm just like... <sighs> granted, with all this going on, the judge better go f- over above 500. They, yeah, y'all they better, better win y- some games. Y'all better make the wild card or something with all this attention Zach Wilson getting. You better win some games, yo. You, but you, you have to, that degree. It's just, how did that How did that go? How did that sit that your, your man just, is smashing your, your ex, mom. but then your homie is smashing your moms? <laughs> like, that's a that's a weird uh, That's rectangle. a weird get back. That's a weird rectangle <laughs> cycle. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know. I, like, I gave birth to your best friend. You dated my current, you had dated my, my current ex. girlfriend, but yet I end up smashing your mom. All to get back at you, probably. Like, that, that makes no sense. Like, y'all all linked together to do some degree of sex. <laughs> I'm just saying. That is crazy. I don't know. That that's that's wild. That that is just wild. With again, the Jets better win something. They they got all these draft picks. Y'all better do picks. something. Garrett Wilson, Jeremy Rucker, uh, Jermaine Johnson. Who was it? Sauce Gardner. Y'all better do oh, yeah, something. Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Y'all better do something with them draft picks and Boy, Zach Wilson. Man, it, it better come together within the next year. <laughs> You're, no, it better come within the next. No, they better five come games. during the season. Yeah, five games. <laughs> like, come on. That, that that is crazy. It's crazy. Now, also too, there's another story that I'm gonna let you leave because this happened around your workplace. So there's a shooting that happened not too long ago. Yeah, I mean, granted, m- there's been multiple shootings around. We gonna lead into that, yeah. but this one in particular just blew my mind. Yeah, uh, with this one, this happened was it out out south in Obets? Was it there was a, a man and a woman? It was a couple. Yeah, it was a couple. They were from Dayton and they were coming all the way out here. They were temp workers, and was it dude found out that uh, she was cheating, and you know he showed up to the job that they both worked together at and then ki- killed her and then tried to commit suicide himself but something happened he missed or something and then instead of going letting the cops uh, arrest him or whatever he climbed up a, a pole and got electrocuted i forget uh extent not an extension cord or pole but like one of those one of the big ones i can't remember what they're called but yeah he just electrocuted himself and there you have it Is but, the, it, but, but the thing that stood out to me that was a shocker was that they were both illegal yes they were both immigrants at the same time they were from they one they were temp workers from Dayton. They lived in Dayton, but they were illegal, illegal immigrants, immigrants coming all the way out here just to work. And then, you know, something happens, you know, wife, girlfriend does some seisty si- si- stuff. Yeah, seisty stuff. I was about to say the, the bad word, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but uh, some foul things. And, foul you know, play. <laughs> yeah, foul play. But he, he wasn't rocking with that and then came all the way out here just to the murker and then but my he thing could, is, how he did he face get... up himself and then... My two things is this. One, how did he get past security with the gun? Second, how did he miss the first attempt right. of trying to kill himself? I don't, granted, I don't. I've never been in this warehouse. Granted, it's down the street from or down the street and around the corner from mine. But I just don't know. I never. They probably didn't have no good security systems. I don't know. They, I, I I don't know either. I don't. I don't. I'm not around that warehouse. So I wouldn't know either. But I'm just like, how did he get past with the gun? Like that. That that's just my thing. And then too, he missed himself trying to shoot himself. I don't know. It's just crazy. You know, Columbus right now is just on some weird stuff. That is like how. It's like how do we get here? I don't know. It's like I don't want to say like a, it's a war zone right now, but like it's just like everywhere you turn, like literally out here, like over the past over the weekend, you know, it was like six six shootings, six killings over. Uh, and then over the holiday weekend, it was mass shootings everywhere. I'm just like, see, around the country, but yeah, yeah. but it's like still though, like just it, it's it's just getting stupid out here. It's like y'all making this one, y'all making this one to say inside when we have every chance 
to go outside. Mm-hmm. And then going in with like staying inside uh, Ohio State Fair. You know, we're from Columbus. Man, listen. Yeah, the Ohio State Fair, our yearly fair. Um, they're, they're allowing guns to be allowed in the per- premises. It, Basically, what they're saying is we're going to put y'all in this one small kill box and then whoever has guns, feel free to use them. Yeah. That's basically what they're saying. Everyone and anyone that I know, they reposted that and said, F y'all, I ain't going. Because legit, I had plan on going to the fair this year. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to pop out for a fur. But to see. seeing this, nah. Y'all setting us up to kill each other mm-hmm. in a small kill box, given the area that the fair is in. Yeah. We not doing that. Just for people that don't know, you know, the fairgrounds is a, is a little rocky. I'm going to just keep it like that, you know. It's and not, it's around campus, too, knowing how campus and certain areas can get, by, like I said, we in Columbus, Ohio, so Ohio State is our college, main college here. So, but yeah, just, nah, like. We see the plot, and it's not, I don't understand We're why. not stupid. We see what y'all trying to do. Yeah, but, you know, we. I mean, we're probably going to see some bullshit happen, and, you know, we're just going to just l- let it just go on by, go on about our business. That's why I pray every day that anytime me and my friends go out, that just give us the awareness that we need to avoid any form of chaos. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm also skeptical of going to the Rip Test this year, too, because if it's, it's a, if it's a really like that out there, who knows what it's going to be like at the at the Rip Test? We'll see, cause I I still plan on going to the Rip Test. I know I still plan I still want to go, but you know if that if that's just how the type of time that that they're going to be on, it's going to be you know uh, a couple hours and then we're out. You know, staying the whole whole festivity. Right. <laughs> we get that slab of rib and we're we back to the whip. <laughs> exactly. So now also too, we got a few more topics to talk about real quick with pop culture wise movie reviews that I've seen recently. I have seen the uh, Top Gun Maverick movie, and I've also just recently seen the uh, uh, latest Thor. Uh, Love and Thunder movie. Uh, uh, real quick topics on both of those on mm. movie re- movie reviews. Real quick, Top Gun Maverick. I'm not gonna lie, this was a great sequel. You know, because watching the first Top Gun, which was great by the way, but then seeing how they played the second one out, it was a lot of callbacks to the first movie, but it was a different. Uh, it's a different time, of course, but it's a different cast and different like you know egos to to watch. Because you know Tom Cruise's character, you've seen the original Top Gun Maverick. He was one of the best pilots the Navy had, but at the same time too, he was just reckless with his shit. But at the same time too you know years has the, the phrase top gun <laughs> but years down the line in the top gun universe you know it's like he still kept that same repu- reputation and he never really moved up in his rankings that he that he needed to so him being now so him going back to top gun as an instructor and now you know coaching up these you know younger pilots let alone what's his name rooster who was the former who was the son of goose from the first top gun you know again if you've seen the first top gun you know what happened happened to goose they got caught in a jet roll and then they ultimately ejected from the plane but goose he got caught caught up in the ejector seat and he pretty much hit his head and died on impact and that left rooster fatherless and it left maverick with a whole lot of guilt knowing that you know rooster has now ha- has a grow up without a dad and he was the last person to see his dad alive so right. that right there is already a storyline in itself but then you add, add in these other pilots with their own backstories yeah in a way well not really backstory but just their characteristics as far as like being pilots okay. you add that into the mix you get a well new set of you, you get a new outline okay. you know but ultimately nah it's worth seeing and it's worth seeing more than once I can honestly say that now again going back now seeing Thor Love and Thunder that's on my bucket list well not my bucket list but you know my, <laughs> my to do list now I'm not saying you shouldn't see it but see I what is going on but man? I'll say this okay. though I'll, okay. just, I'll say this going back to Thor Ragnarok that had a great blend of comedy and action I can honestly say with Thor Love and Thunder they have more comedy and not that much action mm, okay but were they telling us to, did, did it lead you somewhere <laughs> are we le- are we getting anywhere all i can say is down the line like they're gonna add new characters in further marvel movies but as far as like the development of thor i just feel like they kind of turn him into one big old dummy that's a god i mean yeah but i'm okay I, I was getting to more of the point of are we like you said the development of the universe you know the multiverse are we getting more insight on that or no i don't think we really they really touched on the multiverse so much with this particular movie it was just i just feel like this is this was like a, a continuation of, from a uh, avengers endgame going into like uh going into thor and what he's been doing since he's since he was with the guardians of the galaxy all right i was about to say so more character development see but uh, now, but again like they, they're kind of making thor like this one big dummy i get it I get like it. like he's more comical than like serious than he was in the first two thor movies and other avenger movies right oh no see okay now my conspiracy brain is going on a little bit are we seeing a decline in marvel production with or are they getting stale right now are we i feel like with this Thor movie it was stale it was stale because i'm not gonna lie it was stale because it's like i'm not even seeing how everybody like there's no connecting
nothing. I thought we after the Spider Man movie, we were we were about to just get our mind blown with just like Well, Doctor Strange multiverse, that was up there. Like that was good. That I mean was it was good. good, but it still didn't lead me nowhere. Like it just it didn't give me more insight. Like, you know, after Loki, I felt like we were definitely about to get deep in, so in this shit. So are you saying like you feel like they're putting more emphasis on these T V series than the actual movies? But now I'm I'm looking at the T V series, I'm like, bro, these T V series don't even match up. I mean let me not say they don't match up, but it's like they're not even looking like they're well, intertwining. I'm not, I'm not gonna still... lie though. Like I was watching some clips of Miss Marvel. Uh-huh. She's gonna be tied into the Avengers soon. Soon, okay. Because it's like you know they got the Secret Invasions movies coming out and and all the all the other movies they got planned lined up. So mm-hmm. she's gonna be involved somehow, some way. But like you know Marvel, they just stay rolling with movies. So mm-hmm. it's like we gotta wait. Because I'm just I was kind of talking to my brother about this uh, a minute ago. It was like we I was worried about like them making all the TV shows and them having their own like sub genre almost but that doesn't connect well, i don't think all. i don't think so because again like what wandavision did with, right with dr strange that made sense mm-hmm. but we haven't i mean moon knight back then really i don't hit. yeah i can't really speak on moon knight i feel like that you i don't know how they're gonna tie that into avengers i really don't or anything to be honest because like the only three i don't well only four out of this movies well now five I, honestly episodes no just the series series wise all the series uh, that they they've been dropping like yeah. WandaVision, Winter Soldier and Falcon and Falcon. Those were the two that made sense. And Loki to a degree. Yeah, Loki, yeah. And uh Hawkeye. Uh, yeah, cuz that introduced Kingpin. Right, that in- that introduced Kingpin, Daredevil. Daredevil and uh what's her name? Cuz um, we did see Daredevil and Spider-Man. Right, but what's her name too? The uh Oh, Jessica Jones? No, no, in Hawkeye. Oh, uh her his protege. Echo. No, Echo. Echo. Oh, Echo. Okay, you, yeah. You yeah. Intru- you introduced her into the series. Uh, into the Marvel Universe and also too well granted she was in Black Widow but uh, Black Widow's sister right yeah she's gonna be the new Black Widow so you introducing all these characters but stuff like that that made sense mm-hmm. as far as like this Thor recent Thor movie I don't know how it does make sense with anything else I know that's what and that's kind of how I felt with Doctor Strange a little bit I mean it gave us a glimpse a little bit because it it tied in WandaVision but it didn't when it ended it just just didn't do well nothing. I feel like they setting up for his third movie too but also too at the same time like granted he wasn't in uh, Shang-Chi but Juan was so you, yeah. we, we forgot about him too yeah, same, yeah. so he's gonna be added to the mix soon don't know, don't know how but you know after the you know once to figure out what the team 10 rings was we gotta see how that plays out too mm-hmm. so right now I just feel like Marvel knows what they're doing but just as a fan it's like kind of like it's, okay, a, it's, I was like, okay, it's, it's like okay Marvel can y'all make this make sense because we kind of lost right now <laughs> yeah it's, it's dragging a little bit we're not you know really what I'm saying seeing. but just but that's my opinion. That's my take on both movies. Like, Top Gun Maverick, worth seeing twice. Great sequel. Thor, Love, and Thunder. I mean, the only reason why it's doing numbers is because it's Chris Hemsworth as Thor, and he's more in, on the comedic <coughs> side. And on top of that, too, you get Jane back, you know, after not being in um the previous adventure movies, let alone in, the other, last, Thor, in yeah. other Thor movies, too. So, so yeah. And the only thing I will say is that if you read the comics when it comes to Thor and Jane, then you know, like, then they're playing her, like, like uh, with her having cancer. That's the only thing I'm gonna say. Dang, kind of spoiled that for me. It's in the comics. If you, if you, <laughs> it's in the comics. So, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still need to watch it. I might go watch it Tuesday. I will say now. this though. I'm don't see it in 3D. It's, it's not really worth seeing. See, I don't really watch movies in 3D or like that. Now, now it has to be like something like I know is gonna be like now. Doctor, now, Doctor Strange though, we we had to see that in 3D. Yes, yes. But um, yeah, 3D movies don't really do it do it for me. I can I can just rock out with the regular 2D. But you know. It's gotta be IMAX, big screen though, big big screen. What else? We get. Let me. Stranger Things. I just want to say this right. Real I'm gonna quick. let you say that one. I'm so sorry that we gotta wait two years for the uh, season finale. Or what? Yes, yes. Or so they pulling series a euphoria. Finale, huh? They they pulling they pulling a euphoria. For sure, for sure they are. But it lo- it's it's looking very interesting. I mean, we we're kind of seeing where everything's gonna go down. People were saying that. Um, Hopper should have died a long time ago. <laughs> he should have, like, how is he still alive? You know, the Russians should have been. Marked him. Been marked him. <laughs> um, we know who uh, Vecna is. You know, it's, it's just crazy. We're, we're seeing a lot of things come together. But people are saying that Will is uh, Vecna. So Again, I don't know really none of these characters. 
this. I really know what you're talking about. I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm not trying to spoil too much or give too much, but I'm just saying, you know, this is what the internet is saying as of right now. But yeah, it's, it's two just years go- though. Yeah, they, they really did get me salty with that though. Two years. I think they said July 24, 24, something like that. But just a, just a two year point. I'm just like, bro, you, you just hoodwink me. I'm like, I thought we were gonna. To, to be honest, I thought it, we were at the end now. Like when it came, <laughs> came out, I thought this was gonna be it. Yeah, I, thought, I didn't. I thought this was a last season. I mean, it was the last season, but it wasn't the se- series series finale. Series finale. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't none of that. But yeah, I mean, it, all in all, it was it's a good show. If you've not watched it, uh, if you like science fiction, if you like, I don't know, I don't want to say like scary, but you know, uh, it's got some like. If you ooh, like some horror stuff added to the mix, then cool. A little horror stuff, a little science fiction, a little aliens, um, little MK mind control, <laughs> a little a little bit of everything. Let me just say it like that. <laughs> but it, it's a good show. Definitely, definitely get into it if you now now real quick granted we can talk about these other stuff uh on the next five but like there's like one specific thing that's going to lead into the sym topic so elon musk is being sued by twitter oh yeah i mean elon musk was trying to buy twitter he was trying to outright own twitter but you know there's a lot of shareholders there's a lot of people that are on the board that you gotta get out the way to do that but now he was being sued because one he he didn't want to do the deal no more because they weren't trying to give him full control and also that the um Something in the contract was not reading right in his his mind, so he didn't do the deal. But now the the board is trying to sue him for false pretenses of like buying the company and just <laughs> a whole bunch of crazy stuff. I'm, but the the suit is crazy. They're suing him for billions of dollars. Dang, billions of dollars. So I'm just like, this is another type of uh, finance that I do not know. So I I cannot even imagine getting hit with a invoice for a billion dollars that you're getting sued for. I'm like, well, my, if you think that. My but heart would explode if you think if you think that's crazy. You about the this this next this leading into the SYM topic. This is this is just, again disgusting. <laughs> so not only did he get hit with a billion dollar lawsuit from Twitter, but he also got hit with news that his daddy pops is has another kid on the way with his stepdaughter. Well. I don't know. See, when you that's just that weird wit rich I don't witch. I mean that's some witch shit too. No 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 you said it right, but I get but what you were trying to say initially. Rich, rich shit like thinking just like, you know, but his their da- society like that his, is weird. Like his dad's statement still did not help him at all. He said we're we were born to reproduce. Not with someone that's in your family, stupid. No. That's incest. Uh, you you see those mountain people that have incest <laughs> families and they don't <laughs> turn they don't turn out the nicest. So like, come, like, like, come on, man. You you sleeping with your stepdaughter, really? Amen. I don't care if she's blood or not. You married her mom for some odd reason. But then you <laughs> used to say, you know what? Your daughter look good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get a piece of that. What? Excuse me? Like, like come on, man. Like, <laughs> like. Oh no, it's just it's just weird though. Should should there be you feel like there should be like a, a fence for that? Like do you think there needs to be jail time if I don't like, I can't we don't we can't understand because we don't have that mindset nor would we ever have that mindset, but Hold on, did you did you hear about uh the ten year old girl that uh got raped and has to keep the baby? Man or, it, or they were talking about listen, making her keep the baby. Li- listen, man, like this is that was one topic I didn't want to really talk about because they hit home because it she's from here. Yeah, she's from Columbus. I just and I just the, thought and about that. Again, and it's like it's like when Roby Wade came out and you know they dropped that thing saying that you know you now got to keep your baby regardless of your situation. It's just kind of like so anyone that's been raped, they got to keep the baby from a rapist or just a molester that they that they encounter not on purpose, not on accident. This is on purpose from the molester's standpoint and from the racist, um, not racist but rapist standpoint. Mm-hmm. And now a little girl has to keep a child that she didn't ask for, let alone she didn't ask to have sex with. Right. Like, come on. But got forced upon exactly but a child's life is more precious than you not really looking at these gun laws that you know people out here just randomly that's just out here shooting people with like come on now or better yet a baby's life is more important than making sure that little kids can go to school and not get shot up at like come on now like what like what are we doing and then but like I, I heard too uh recently like I think she tried to go out of state to get the baby aborted because yeah, she, she tried to go to like to Indiana I believe or something some Something like that, but it's just kind of like the fact that you denied her to, you know, not that, have this yeah. baby. It's just it's sick on your end because it's like, what are you telling other little girls or other little kids since Roe v. Wade 
way got dropped. Like, what are you now telling them? It's oh, just, well. It's just going to be a, this really, it changed the world. I mean, it changed society. Um, I mean, we're, we're going to see the lasting effects of this for a while, a long time. And like, we can get into more details on why this is happening, but we can say that for the next five. But yeah. just, again, I wasn't really trying to talk about that, but just. It just hit me. I didn't mean to bring it but up. But nah, it's just the fact that, again, a baby is having a baby, basically. Yeah. That's basically what that is. And the lawmakers and government, y'all like, hey, got to keep it. Yeah. What? Cool. No, My thing wrong. is, what if this? What if this was your child? What if this was your grandchild? You would go heaven uh, and move heaven and earth exactly to make sure they don't have that baby. But since it's not y'all's and y'all help, you know, y'all are in agreement with these new laws that that are being passed. Y'all okay with it? Like y'all have to be okay with it. Right. Y'all just forget y'all have a conscience and just feel like that knowing that a ten year old should not be having a baby. And on top of that, too, she got raped and got pregnant. Like that still doesn't ring a bell in y'all's conscience head to be like, hey, she didn't plan this. She was forced into having sex and sh- there was nothing she can do like you really think a 10 year old gonna overpower a grown man absolutely not like come on now yeah i don't know man it's the world is just getting wilder and wilder every time i look up it's like one it's one, one thing ma- after another yeah it's really for real it's just like one big old domino effect that i feel like can be stopped but people are not making it to be stopped they're enforcing everything to keep it going it's like i don't know man don't just know. prayers to everybody uh we just hope everybody stays safe out here stay dangerous stay safe not dangerous stay dangerous <laughs> <laughs> so but that's gonna wrap it up for for the SYM pod man like i said man we finally hit 300 subscribers and we on the way to 1k keep these views running up keep subscribing keep watching the videos because the consistency is it's still on the drive like oh, yeah, we, we, ain't, we ain't stopping full throttle yeah that's word full throttle full pedal to the metal yeah pedal to the metal uh like comment share subscribe uh youtube patreon spotify apple anchor uh soundcloud almost forgot soundcloud <laughs> shout out to soundcloud yeah it's your boy sus your boy ty speak your mind 2.0 sym networks speak your mind we gone uh for the audio listeners today's sleeper is dun, 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 do not disturb by Lori Nav and Young Blue. Hey. Hey. Is he not lying? I'm just kidding. <laughs>
your mind. 2.0. That's why I'm We gone. Speak your mind. 2.0 SYM Networks. Speak your mind.